Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about all the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is Who's There for episode 28. We got a lot of good calls this week. Uh, how's everyone's week going? How's your week going, Lindsay? Even though we just recorded the other one. <laughs> it's still great. How do you think this week has gone for you? If I had to guess, I would say it's going pretty good. Uh, but that's just a guess. I don't know. It yeah. could be going awful. So it's going very Bella Thorne for you because things are always going so well for her. Wow. Yeah, I guess. The, let's just get to the calls because there are a lot. You will say that. I guess we're going to begin with... The first one is uh, directly for you, so let's play it. And let's, see, let's see what you have to say about this. Hi, Who Weekly. I am Ashley from Chicago, and I love your podcast. I listen to it every Monday, um, Thursday. We love it here in Chicago. But I want to know, why is Jesse Tyler Ferguson Bobby's nemesis? I don't know if I missed that from a like an earlier podcast or if he's never talked about it. But like, yeah, I, I I've watched um, Modern Family, not the best show ever, but I'd love to know why Bobby thinks that Jesse is his nemesis. So please tell me. And Chicago loves you. Good night. Bye. I love um, Chicago. I've never say. been to Chicago. Fun fact. Oh my god, it is so great. We should just go to Chicago for the excuse of you going to Chicago. It's so Never fun. been to Chicago. The answer to this caller, and there were other callers who had the same question, the answer to this question is a pathetic and sad one. And um, I think Lindsay referred to it as like dark earlier when I was talking about it. I mean, I just feel like you have your reasoning is understandable as many people don't like other people for reasons they can't explain. Sure. Well, hatred it, hatred is rational. It's my hatred for Jesse Taylor Ferguson is irrational. Calling him a nemesis is Why is he was your nemesis? Wrong. So calling him a nemesis was wrong because it gives me a lot of credit. It you can't be someone's nemesis unless you know them, unless you have some sort of personal connection to them, and I do not. Like who am I kidding? I don't know him. I don't know famous people. I'm in no way connected to this guy in any in any way. Like our our this social guy. circles do not our social circles do not overlap. There's nothing there's nothing there. I just don't like him. I think he's not funny. I don't think he's a good actor. And um, I am always, you know, this is you know we're 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 going into uh, psychoanalysis territory here. But you know, it, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard for you to be a, a successful gay male celebrity and for me to you know be a huge fan right off the bat. You have to earn it. And Jesse Tyler Ferguson has not earned it. Um, what does he have to a... do to earn your your respect and admiration? Bobby? Okay, here's an example. Here's an example, okay. Lindsay. Okay. okay. He okay. was on an episode of not even episode. He was on Facebook Live with Martha Stewart a number of weeks <laughs> ago. Episode of Facebook Live with Martha he was Stewart. On an yes. Episode of Facebook Live of the best of show on, on the internet, honestly, to be fair. And Martha he was trying to match martha's skill level and um martha was martha was not having it he was cooking alongside martha i will link it in um on twitter and in the newsletter i guess um martha you could tell martha did not like this guy and that he was chosen without martha's input it was like give me someone who's famous who's promoting something and he was promoting his new one-man show which is already a red flag if you have a one-man show on broadway i don't like it 
So he was promoting that and he kept trying to make jokes and Martha was not laughing at them. And Martha would ask him, uh, well, what do you do for your, I feel like they were making cookies. And then he would give answers and Martha would tell him that he was wrong. And I was like, you know what, if you had gone on here and held your own and at least been respectful of Martha and not tried to one up Martha in her own house, I would have given you a pass, but he didn't. And uh, I don't like him for that. You know, I got to say, I think I know why he's your nemesis, because you uh, feel like you could go on Martha and really do a good job. And he squandered his uh, yeah, Because I chance. would be respectful. I would be respectful. And he was not respectful. He he has to be the funniest person in the room at all times. And like, if you are or the most, all eyes have to be on him. And if you're with Martha, you are not second fiddle. You are 11th fiddle. You do not matter. So, uh, yeah, the only people that matter to Martha are her dogs, uh, and then below them are like produce, and then below produce is you. You're yes. below the produce. Yeah, you're below the pro- you're below the you're below the fertilizer for the produce. <laughs> um, which is which is coffee coffee grounds. She has Martha Stewart Cafe in her um, <laughs> she has Martha Stewart Cafe in her uh in her office building in Manhattan and they have a cafe just for people who work in the building. And she was, I was watching her Facebook live this week. She made a blueberry crisp. It was really good. I made it at home and it was like not quite as good as I wanted it to be, but I fucked up the topping anyway. So she, she was talking about how she takes the coffee grounds from Martha Stewart cafe every day and takes them home and puts them on her plants. Welcome everyone to the Martha Stewart cafe in the lobby of the Starrett Lehigh building at 601 West 26th street. I mean, of course she does. Yeah, it's great. And Bedford. Of course she does. Okay, look, I just spent how many minutes? Five minutes talking about Jesse Tyler Ferguson. He deserves 10 seconds. I mean, I wanted you, and so did our our listeners, the three that called in to ask about this, wanted you to work through this uh, this thing and really get to the bottom of why you and Jesse Tyler Ferguson are nemesis. But you know what? I feel like we really got there, and I respect it. Yeah, we got it. there. So you know what? Fuck him, and let's move on. Where? Um, In Los Angeles. Oh, okay. You can grow um, rhubarb there. Can I? Yes. I, I do find that, like, uh, um, actually, my friend Padma came, and she was picking some stuff in the garden. She told me I didn't have enough funk in my soil. Does that mean, like, manure? Yep. Oh, okay. compost. Why don't you send me over some of that horse manure? Well, you could, you can, if you want to <laughs> rent, a, rent a trailer <laughs> and drive out to the West Coast. That's all I want. That, that's going to be my Christmas that? present. No, I haven't. Oh, oh. We should do that sometime. I bet I could find some. There's a question from another Cindy that would like to know, is there a healthier flower that would work like white flour? Um... Not really for this kind of pastry. It's a, it's the unbleached white flour that really makes the finest, um, this kind of patrisé. Um, this recipe is a, is a plain patrisé. I always try to substitute, well, I've tried, it never really worked, but um, coconut sugar, oh. it's not the same. No, no, but that's a different taste. I know. I, I know, Marsha. <laughs> Next call. Hey guys, it's Hannah in San Francisco, long-time listener, first-time caller. Um, just want to know, who is Charlotte McKinney, and why do I always see her on the Daily Mail uh, Snapchat feed every day? Um, she just seems to be out and about constantly, so any light you could shed would be much appreciated. Thank you, and good form, Bella Thorne. 
Good form, Bella Thorne. And who is Charlotte McKinney? This isn't long because the answer to this is she's a model. (laughs) 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 Um, And um, her kind of history of existing is that she's a model. She's from Orlando, Florida. So she's not British. But the Daily Mail. Oh, I love that she's from Orlando. I didn't know that. Yeah. The Daily Mail is obsessed with her (laughs) because she's beautiful. And people said that she was going to be the next Kate Upton because she was like has big boobs or whatever um and is blonde um and she was in this viral um carl jr's burger commercial oh she was in a carl's jr commercial yes and she was on dancing with the stars she got eliminated um in 11th place so she wasn't that good of a dancer uh as she is a model because the daily mail is like um horny for her every day of their lives um sample uh charlotte mckinney headlines include um Baywatch babe Charlotte McKinney shows off her ample bust and long legs in a tiny strapless dress for a night at Soho House. And there oh, she so is. Oh, so she's going to be in the new Baywatch movie? I I don't even know that to be true because it doesn't say that on her um, Wikipedia. So I don't see the proof. Can you find the proof? I'm looking, up, in, her, uh, I'm looking up her IMDb. She appeared as She's Missy. in the Baywatch movie. She's in the um, Baywatch movie. Yeah. She was also in Joe Dirt 2. So um, she you know, is qualified. Oh, Joe Dirt 2 was the movie that premiered on Crackle, <laughs> the hooiest uh, streaming TV wearer. Another who, uh, headline you might recognize uh, someone else from is, What a lovely pair. Busty Charlotte McKinney teams up with Haley Baldwin as they showcase <laughs> their curves in denim at launch. Uh, what is at the launch? launch? Of what? It was a spaceship to Mars. Just kidding. It wasn't a spaceship. It was a guess jeans line. So That's no one's cool. going to space. Oh, oh, she was in the Carl's Jr. ad where she lo- where she walks through and she looks naked the whole time. But then you find out she had some sort of tube top on. You know, Her boobs are enormous. Oh, my God. Nothing between me and my 100% all-natural, juicy, grass-fed beef. Yeah, next call, please. Hey, Weekly. I would like to know, now that Pokemon Go has taken over the world, which Pokemon are them? I mean, obviously, Pikachu is a them. Like, you can't debate that. But, like, is Jigglypuff a them? Is Charizard a them? Okay, just let me know. Bye. Um, i uh, i really like this question and Lindsay, have you been playing pokemon go um yeah off and on i have been playing pokemon go i i feel like i might be in a good position to to answer this question because i am have been familiar with pokemon for a long time but i never played it Uh uh-huh um and so i i was aware of things and i i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you answers from um, me, someone who's been aware of it for probably over 10 years. How long has it been around? Probably almost 15 years, maybe more. Anyway. I um, love that you um, went Pokemon, through your uh, qualifications to answer this question as well, if I asked for them. Continue. Pokemon that have been famous, that have been top of mind for me. When I think of Pokemon, I think of Pikachu, number one, obviously. Then I think then I think there's Charizard. Because growing up, I remember Charizard was the card that everyone wanted. That it was rare. Mm-hmm. Mewtwo. Um, no, no, you know Mewtwo. You do, but that's not a that's there. Mewtwo is not a them. Okay, Pokemon. well, Jigglypuff for sure. Jigglypuff, maybe, yeah. Everyone knows Jigglypuff because he's in the games. You don't have to because you don't have to play Pokemon. You could play the other games, and he's in them. 
like Smash Brothers and stuff. I mean, I just think it's Pikachu or Bust. I really do. I just think it's Pikachu. Uh, I think it's. I think Charizard is is definitely up there. Because it was <laughs> Charizard was a big deal. I remember Charizard being a big deal even when I didn't play the game. So Pikachu, Charizard. I'm going to go ahead and say Mew slash Mewtwo because people love Mewtwo. I disagree. But, I mean, I think it's like right now Pokemon Go is having its moment. So a lot of the Pokemon are, you know, rising in rank in terms of, like, notability. People are making jokes with Pokemon names or whatever. Uh, So it's different. But I think, like, a year ago, if you would have been like, which Pokemon are, like, that people would know if you said something and someone said, Oh, that's a Pokemon. What would be the number one thing? Like what would be the recognizable name? And it would be Pikachu. Pikachu. And honestly, like I don't think anything else. I think like Pikachu is like the number one. Pokemon. Well, I will tell you the thems in my name. Actually, they're the who's because they're around all the time and I don't understand it. The Dodrios in my neighborhood are the who's, <sighs> the biggest who's in my neighborhood because they're Those all over the place. Who's. They and, are um, all over the place. And the what Rattatas. about the Zubats? They're everywhere. Oh, Zubats. So the the Dodrios, the Zubats, and the Rattata. Actually, let's just say the, the Dodrio and the Zubats are the Charlotte McKinney's and the Haley Baldwin's. Of most neighborhoods, I would say. Oh my god, you cannot get rid of them. They are everywhere. They're everywhere. And let's say the Rattatas are Bella Thorns. No, Pidgeys. Pidgeys because they're red tinted. It's like everywhere I go, I'm like Pidgeys, Rattatas, fucking Mute, not Mewtwo's, the Dodododos, Duodos. They're the Who's. Dodrios. They're just everywhere. You can't get rid of them. Yeah. So they're definitely the who's and you know, them is like Pikachu, essentially. And I, I hope that I hope that answered your question. I hope. <laughs> uh it probably didn't. I mean, it definitely answered a question, which is <laughs> <laughs> the question being Do we know about Pokemon? <laughs> We're back now with something that may explain any odd behavior you've seen on the streets recently. The smash hit mobile game app Pokemon Go has only been out for a few days, but it's already got millions following their smartphones to the most random places and police fear possibly into harm's way. NBC's Joe Lynn Kent has more. So we're going to go to the next call. Hey, guys. Uh, Saw you in Brooklyn last night. Great show. Uh, More importantly... Uh, I was logging into the Daily Mail just to get my fix before I went to bed, and I noticed this headline that just kind of stopped me in my tracks. Um, it says, Leo's ladies, Dutson Crows struggles to maintain her modesty in slinky gown as Lily Donaldson shows too much as they lead stars at DiCaprio's glitzy fundraiser, followed by, I guess, some photos of this uh, so-called dudes and crows um, kind of covering her modesty as her dress billows in the wind. So my question is, um, who is dudes and crows? I'm hoping it kind of sounds like she may travel in the same circles as like a who-fit go-on or a who-fit go-on, if you will. Um, but I'm not sure, and I'm hoping you can enlighten me. Um, one last thing I want to point out is that a bullet in the article says last year's event included George Clooney, Steven Spielberg, Kate Blanchett, and Reese Witherspoon, and Reese is spelled R-E-E-C-E. Um, 
I'm not sure if that's because the Daily Mail is trying to force Reese Witherspoon into Hootem, um, or it was an innocent, honest mistake. This was posted 20 hours ago, and it hasn't been corrected, so I'm not sure what to think about that. Anyway, thanks so much, and uh, great form, Bellathorn. Um, I gotta say, this caller... That's an amazing call. That is That caller gets an A+. This caller not only gets us, but called back again to, like, stress the severity of him needing to know who Dudes and Crows was. So I apologize that it took a little while for us to get to your call, but we're here for you. Yeah, we're here for you. Just like Dudes and Crows is here for all of us. Um, So Dudes and Crows, the reason why her name is unfamiliar is because she's Dutch. So she's Dutch. And she is a very successful model um, Mm -hmm. in uh, Dutch, in Netherlands. She actually, uh, I was looking her her up and I was expecting kind of like a Charlotte McKinney situation, but Mm -hmm. no. Um, Crows is one of the top five best paid models. She makes like a shit ton of money. She came in second on like the top earning models list after Giselle. Um, Uh So she essentially is like extremely uh, successful model. Um, yeah. or whatever so I feel like you've probably seen her uh, even though she's she's, yeah. she's been on the cover of Vogue a lot like she's she's A-list A-list model she's, A-list she's also kind of past her she's past her prime because she's 31 so she I was mean, a... she's also like unrecognizable as like I just I wouldn't she just looks very you know like a model typical yeah, like she's, yeah she looks yeah. like a model she also um, looks like someone that Leonardo DiCaprio would date if Leonardo DiCaprio, if she were five years younger. Well, it's funny because she's not like it said Leo's girl, but they didn't mean like his girlfriend. He just meant they meant like at his party because mm-hmm. she and a bunch of like models went to his like charity party. And the best is at the bottom of this article, which um, is the headline is Dutes and Crows leaves her rock hard abs bare in a teeny peach bikini as she cuddles up to husband Sunnery James in Ibiza. Then further down, we'll get to Sunnery James in a minute. Further down, there's a picture of her and uh, four other girls, and it says, Squad, colon. Last week, the pretty blonde center helped Leonardo DiCaprio raise awareness with models from left. Constance Jablonski, Joan Smalls, Lily Donaldson, and Anya Rubik. <laughs> and I'm like, hoo, <laughs> Um, so she's not dating him. She is married to a man named Sunnery James. Uh, what? Who is Sunnery James? Tell you me know, all about him. I wish I could tell you. Um, I'm going to have to click his I'm name. I'm going to assume that he's very rich. <laughs> I don't know. Be- I mean, because now, um, because now Dutson is known for a lot of charity work. So in addition to oh. modeling, she still models, but she does a lot of charity work and being. But she's also you- rich too. Yeah, but being European, um, she's she does a lot of. I I think I think it helps whenever you're European to do charity work because generally, like Europeans tend to know more languages. Um, she does a lot of traveling around the world and like, uh, she does a lot of African charity work, specifically elephants. She's very into saving the elephants. I was looking through I was looking through her Twitter earlier today, and there was a. She doesn't tweet often, just a couple times a month. And she tweeted some photos that are, I mean, beautiful photos, but she's in um, Kenya. And it says, at Glamour Mag followed me and my family as we travel to save the elephants in Kenya. And it's just these, her posing next to some plane that looks like it's from World War II. And her kids are all, you know, around her. And she's like, 
spin those wings, turn on those propellers or whatever. It's it's like out of another world. So I Googled her husband to try and figure out what he does. And I got to his Twitter and it seems as though he's a musician. And his latest uh, song that he's promoting is called Horny Bounce. Horny, ba- horny, horny Bounce? Horny Bounce. Horny Bounce. Hmm. Horny ho- Bounce. Horny Bounce. So it's... Horny Bounce. Horny, horny Bounce. Horny Bounce. So, so I think she's the um, breadwinner in this family, gotta she's say. She's the breadwinner. I thought, I thought that she would have like a even wealthier husband because she does so much uh, philanthropic work. But I guess she makes no, enough No, because to do that. you are uh, subscribing to the patriarchy, assuming uh, that she didn't make her own money. No, um, Lindsay. I knew she made her own money, but it seemed like she was giving away more than she makes. But I guess she just makes more than I assumed. Sunnery James um, is a part of a DJ duo with this guy named Ryan Marciano. And they have songs. And I'm going to play for you the horny bounce um, on this episode. So stay stay tuned for that. Yes. Um. Can I just say there's a very strange website called muzul.com that gives you that tries to give you i guess it it must all be uh aggregating things automatically with like some sort of code that it uses because it's almost incomprehensible and reads like a computer wrote it because a computer probably did write it but it tries to just pull in as many facts as it can about celebrities Mm -hmm. uh and this says quick personal facts about sunry jones origin washington united states birth date uh march 29th 1979 estimated net worth one million dollars salary not available Nickname, Sunnery Gore. Um, love life, wife, dudes and crows. Favorite brand, iPhone 4S. <laughs> <laughs> favorite brand. Um, Honestly, so like, that's also my favorite brand. His, his favorite brand is iPhone 4S and he is a DJ. <laughs> um, How do you even, jeez, oh, oh, wow. Um, yeah, I think that's really it. We went, you went deep. Uh, and we've got two more calls. Let's do the first one. Hey, Bobby and Lindsay. It's Megan. And Megan. In New York. Uh, we're calling. We each have a question for you. So, um, my question is, you know, I was really surprised when I heard that the Internet's boyfriend, Tom Hiddleston, is a who. And I was wondering which other of the Internet's boyfriends are who's and which is which ones are them's. Like, for example, I guess Oscar Isaac is a them, but is Rami Malek a who? So if you could please uh, explain. And my question is, I heard Mariah Carey is going to have a reality show and there's going to be something involving a dolphin. Can you please <laughs> explain that? And Bobby, good form, Bella Thorne. He's a dolphin and a who. Thank you. We love you. Bye. Oh, my God. Um, I didn't, I really quickly, I didn't know that um, the dolphin was going to be on the web, on the, on the new show. But I do remember that she um, had, re- she recently met a dolphin that, uh, what was his name? Uh, I just looked, Osborne. She just looked at this dolphin, Osborne, and was talking about how much she loved this dolphin. I did not know it was going to be on the series. 
I but mean, she kind of jokingly called the it's dolphin a reality her best friend. show. It's a reality yeah. show. Honestly, if anyone can speak the language of Mariah Carey, it's probably a dolphin. You know, like if yeah. anyone can really relate, it's a dolphin. I'm really excited for her reality show. It really, um, it really is going to be something. I think. Yeah, something we're gonna special. we're gonna play the actual audio, but the the line she says in the clip is, "I made my new best friend in the world. His name is Osborne. He's a dolphin." He's fabulous. <laughs> and I made my new best friend in the world. His name is Osborne. He's a dolphin. He's fabulous. Uh, we'll play the we'll play the music. But to answer your questions, um, I would say, uh, first of all, there there's only one other person I would add to the list of the internet's boyfriends. So Tom Hiddleston, Oscar Isaac, current ones. If we're talking this this particular snapshot in time, uh, Tom Hiddleston, Rami Malek, Oscar Isaac. I would add Idris Elba because Idris Elba yes. is kind of always an internet boyfriend yes. everyone loves everyone loves to love idris elba people yes. love it idris elba um can you think of anyone else Lindsay? yeah well i was looking i was googling a little bit to see who was considered and um this is someone who comes up a lot is sebastian stan oh right i always he's forget about him also, yeah he's also like considered to be like an he's internet who, boyfriend though. he's a who but it's weird he's had some good roles so he's like not you would like maybe know his face but he's a who i think yeah so these um, are the internet Idris boyfriends. Elba, How would you define like what what makes somebody internet boyfriend? What would you say? What makes someone an internet boyfriend? I think it's someone who has they have number one they have to be really good actors for like of course they have to be hot. They have to be hot number one. That's a given. They're celebrities, they're famous. We we want our celebrities to be hotter than we are. Um and unattainable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number two, I think they actually have to be really good actors they have to be respected at their job because you want that combination of oh and he's so talented too you know like you want that along with he's so hot because like like scott eastwood scott eastwood could never be an internet boyfriend because he's seems like a dope you want them to be like smart and talented or you want them to appear to be those things can i argue though that what's more important for an internet boyfriend is like the guise of authenticity like you want them to feel like they're real like you oh, want well, yeah that was that was next up yeah that was next up yeah you want them to feel like they like break through in some way i mean mm-hmm. so i'm reading um i have opened this great piece on the cut called how the internet picks its boyfriends um and uh a little further down the writer writes usually it's a man with enough mystery to keep these projections of desire from puncturing but enough charm that his popularity was merely a matter of timing um usually it's somebody surrounded by an aura of authenticity so it's true it's like it's like the concept that they could maybe date you is very important because mm-hmm. they might have weird taste or maybe they're not as conventionally attractive as other like hunks, you know, and especially in the case of like Rami Malek and Oscar Isaac. I mean, they're both extremely attractive, but definitely in ways that don't feel like uh, the Hemsworth brothers. Right. They don't feel like Hemsworth is exactly right. right. Um, they f- yeah, they feel like the hot guy you knew in college that was in all your classes and was really nice to you it also Um, feels like something where if you liked one of them you you're part of a community of people like a smaller community of people even though they're very popular usually like if you are a benedict cumberbatch fan there are these benedict cumberbatch fans that you could like go hang out with and talk to essentially and that doesn't that feels like a little bit separate from the rest of celebrity you know if benedict cumberbatch were famous in 1998 you would be on the benedict cumberbatch message board all the time like totally well now you're on well now you're on tumblr now you're on tumblr the, the uh, 
So let's go through them and de- declare whether or not they are who's of them. <laughs> so we said Idris was a them. Um, Sebastian was a who. Yeah. Uh, Tom Hiddleston, we we said was a who. It was a controversial call, but it's true. I think um, so. Yes, he's a who. I think Benedict Cumberbatch is a them, though, honestly. Benedict Benedict is a Benedict is a them. Tom yeah. is a who. I mm-hmm. would agree with the caller that Rami Malek is a who and Oscar Isaac is a them. Oscar Isaac is a very new them. He's the them. Um but you know who the next uh you know who the next internet boyfriend's gonna be? Who? Uh when the new Star Wars comes out. Oh Alden Ehrenreich. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, you know who else is on this list? Who's definitely a them? Tom Hardy, but he's also, and I think he's on this list, um, because of his like dogs. Like he's also he's got, he's got like a weird personality. Yeah, you know but you know what? Like Tom Hardy, I've 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 seen because I also looked at lists of people calling internet boyfriends, and I saw two that I disagreed with. One was Tom Hardy. I I disagree with Tom Hardy because I think Tom Hardy's more of like an internet one night stand. <laughs> Come I don't on. Think, I don't think anyone actually wants to be boyfriends with Tom Hardy. I think he's way too weird. He's too, like, openly strange. He's too strange. I mean, remember his, like, MySpace photos? And everyone, yes, like, exactly. saw them and was like, oh, my God. And I think he'd be really, like, too intense. Um, another one that I disagreed with was Chris Evans. Chris Evans, I think, matches a lot of things. But I don't think uh, a lot of the he a lot of the check boxes he has checked off. But I think he lacks the authenticity. I don't think we really knew anything about him. We just thought he was nice and hot and that's about it and when he started dating jenny slate there was an element to um oh that could have been me because jenny slate is a yeah. lower tier celebrity i don't, we really, don't really know much about i him. don't really think that he is internet's he boyfriend he doesn't put himself out there in a way that um like idris elba is very um thirsty for attempt to uh, for, for attention from fans to like be seen as cool and nice have you ever seen his instagrams like where he he draws a lot no. He loves showing up his artistic ability. No. Um, Chris Evans isn't out there. You know who else is um, an internet boyfriend right now who is, um, we've discussed their who them dumb, is uh, Lynn manuel Miranda. <gasps> he absolutely is one. You're right. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. really good. He's near the top of the list, too. Yeah. He's yeah. probably like the number one internet's boyfriend right now. Mm-hmm. That's um, a good point. Which is interesting because it'll be interesting to see what happens with him uh, with Mary Poppins because like he'll do like a movie and he'll be like a movie star and we'll like see what how that happens like if it's yeah. if people if people just like want him to be the musical person he is or if we're willing to like let him go beyond you know mm-hmm. yeah people no, are picky exactly. they want they want their people to do what they do best they want their people to do what they think they do best yeah the internet boyfriends are held to a higher standard and um you never want to disappoint the legions of fans who think you're their boyfriend. And there's an element of like 2016-ness where like you also have to be slightly woke, um, but mm-hmm. you can't be too woke because then you become Matt McGorry or whatever and that yeah. um, sucks. So <gasps> Jesse Williams, internet boyfriend. Oh, he's an internet boyfriend. Totally. Yeah. Totally. He's also, would you call him a who or them? I'd probably call him a who. It's unfortunate. The reason why I would call him he a who. should be a them. Well, the reason why we call him a who is because his name is so um, indistinguishable. Like he yeah. as a person, like he's extremely attractive, extreme, like like very personable. If you like knew who he was, you knew who he was. But the name Jesse Williams is difficult to remember. I'm it sorry. Could be, yeah. It could be Jesse anyone. Could be your neighbor. Yes. Oh, my neighbor Jesse Williams. It's just it's uh, yeah. So yeah. for me, that's really hard to get over. Yeah. Honestly, like it's really hard. Like a name like Chris Evans is equally. Uh, that's why i don't think he's that i mean he's not one of them (laughs) benedict cumberbatch 
Idris Elba, Rami Malek, Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac is such a good name. It's such a good name. You took two old people names and made one young person name. Oh, I can't. Alden has Alden's name is difficult, but whatever. We'll see if he becomes internet boyfriend. Let's Alden Ehrenreich is that what Ehrenreich. you say? Yeah. All right, okay. We'll um, see. We'll playing see. now. New call. Hey, who weekly? This is Sadie. I'm from Northern Virginia. I recently started seeing on the Daily Mail um, Nicola Peltz. I just was wondering. I know she was in the Transformers movie. Is she a who? Is she a them? What's her situation? I know that one amazing blog, um, Pop Culture, died in 2009. Is yeah they're pretty funny but anyway um keep up the great work and i love the podcast bye nicola peltz is i mean we're really keeping a we're really keeping a theme here i guess we're spanning uh quite an age range but nicola peltz is she's a Haley baldwin character but a more successful (laughs) actress so she's like a successful actress she like does stuff if Haley baldwin were a successful actress she would be nicola peltz um (laughs) <laughs> but she was in she was in the whole first maybe two seasons of she was a lead role in Bates Motel, that A and E show that my sister mm-hmm. is upset. My sister mm-hmm. loves Bates Motel and always tries to get me to watch it. She mm. said it's bonkers. And, and said will it's you? so funny. I might, because I'm kind of interested. I love Vera Farmiga. Anyway, so that's the thing, Vera Farmiga could make it could make it. Yeah, because she's like apparently, you know, off the rails in that show. Mm-hmm. Um Transformers, she was in that Transformers reboot, The Age of Extinction, a couple years ago, and that was her big break. So she's been in blockbuster movies. She was in that M. Night Shyamalan movie, The Last Airbender, that didn't do well, but still, I think, wasn't technically a flop. No, even though everyone liked hated it. It, it yeah. made money. Mm. Um, and she was rumored to be with Justin Bieber recently, but I don't think that's still going on. Yeah, there was a uh, exclusive Us Weekly headline a few weeks ago that said Justin Bieber and Nicola Peltz are having a sleepover at his Beverly Hills home. Mm-hmm. So apparently they were, you know, caught leaving or coming or whatever, something. And so they were hanging out. Mm-hmm. Um, And she is friends with, isn't she friends with Haley Duff as well? Like they hang out? Haley Duff? I- I not oh god Haley Baldwin <laughs> oh my god the wires crossed I guess I don't know I think it's really funny um probably the hooiest thing that she's done recently is that she appeared in Zayn Malik's music video for It's You which I find oh, extremely hooey and very like part of that world that yeah. she maybe shouldn't like go into if she's like trying to be an actress which seems like she is doing fine with yeah um, right question mark right Maybe she's there just friends and it was like quick, a quick buck, whatever. Uh, so one more thing I wanted to mention about Nicola Peltz, uh, which is, I think, a great way to end this conversation is that if you look through Nicola Peltz's Instagram um, and scroll through the um, sort of barrage of bikini selfies that will be coming at you as you flip through, you will notice suddenly a few rows down the appearance of one of our favorite who's jamie james king oh my god and nicola is posing alongside jamie king and you know arms draped around her with jamie king's baby and it's really start like jamie king's friendship with younger women in hollywood jamie king's all of jamie king's friends appear to be 10 years younger than she is at least I mean, and there's I don't... something a little. This is yeah. this could be rude, and I could be, you know, I might get some angry 
uh, comments about this, but I told Lindsay earlier, she's reminds me of a Sanderson sister <laughs> in that it seems like she's just trying to suck up this kind of youthful energy and youthful um, media attention from younger hot models. I it's will weird. say it is sus and a little bit uncomfortable that Jamie King's best friend in the whole world is Taylor Swift. Just yeah. because Jamie King has two kids and a husband and is kind of like living her life in a very yeah. different way than Taylor Swift is. And like it is very weird. And it's and it's she does have a lot of friendships with like younger hers kind of like younger I mean, it really is imagine yeah. uh who uh god who would it be who's like a 35 year old actress imagine if fuck i can't think of any any actresses at all like imagine if jennifer aniston was like hanging out with her bff chloe grace moretz at the beach Only. you'd be like this is weird but not just chloe grace moretz chloe grace moretz and also Haley steinfeld and also zendaya yeah and also if all of your friends were over 10 years younger than you that's weird that's all i wanted to say i think it's weird and jennifer aniston's like with my girls love my girls smart waters with my girls Um, I have one more thing for you. If you go into the doc, click the first tweet and then the second tweet. And I feel like you might be a fan of Nicola Peltz after you click these links one by one. Okay, the first tweet. Um, And the Best Sister Award goes to me. Thank you, thank you. And the first, oh my God, it's a screen grab of a text conversation. And it's her, I guess her brother says, can you make me an egg wrap? And Nicola says, course, heart. And then the brother says, heart, 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 heart. Okay, the next tweet. Oh, her, but her tweet said, and the best sister award goes to me. Wait, the next, the next tweet, tweet is so is... good. <laughs> <laughs> the next tweet is a photo of the egg wrap. Wait. Yes, I love Nicola Peltz. Wait, describe <sighs> the egg wrap. The egg wrap is made with what looks to be a whole wheat egg, whole wheat large burrito size wrap. So it's probably, I mean, looking at this, this is not flour. This is not corn. This is made up of very okay, healthy you're going shit. To, you're going to in depth like usual. And the <laughs> egg, and the egg is only egg there's no cheese there doesn't even appear to be any pepper it's just egg it's just egg salad it's like but it's not egg salad it's not doesn't have mayo no it has mayo it looks like egg salad that is just scrambled egg that she put inside the tortilla honestly oh my god you're right i thought it was egg salad um (laughs) i love this egg wrap anyways um i thought you would find that fun i love that yeah nicola pelt seems great she seems great, honestly. Just stay away from Jamie King. Jamie King needs to grow up. Ooh, low blow to Jamie King. I don't know. It's that... She's everywhere also. Like, get weird. out of here. It's yeah. weird. Whatever. Maybe I shouldn't have brought it up, but I think it's weird. No, it's, it's uh, fair. Are we done? Yeah, for sure. I'm going to go make myself some scrambled eggs in a wrap. In a wrap. Uh, in a gluten-free, dairy-free 
GMO free, wheat free, everything free rap. Um, <laughs> so uh, thank you to all of our callers. There are so many good callers. Um, what else is there to thank? Who else is there to thank? God. You? Thank you, Lindsay, for being here this morning. <laughs> oh, my um, God. You're so welcome. Thank you for thanking me. I never get thanked. Oh, and that's it. So I guess we're going to see you next week. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye. You will Yeah. Yeah. They want to know. So the the Dodrios, the Zubats, and the Rattata. Actually, let's just say the the Dodrio and the Zubats are the Charlotte McKinneys and the Haley Baldwins of most neighborhoods, I would say, in America.